0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Gritty and Cast podcast. Uh, I'm back on the mic with Brian. Brian's doing, he's a higher tech redneck than I. He's doing video and audio. I am just doing uh, audio, which took a minute to make sure I even had it right, so hopefully it works. But, uh, man, it's good to get back on here with you. It's good to see you, brother. Yeah, you too. I haven't talked to you in a coon's age, man. How long has it been? Well, I mean, of any substance, anyway. It's probably been two months. At least, yeah. It's been, yeah it's been uh it's been <laughs> crazy here crazy here
1: yeah same here it's been it's just been busy you know just crazy busy and and does it feel like the season just sneaks up on you
0: yeah and i mean come from guys anal retentive about being prepared i still last night was loading up you know a prototype pack uh, like always of 2000 for <laughs> 2019 trying to figure out if I want to even use it. And then i am we've taken some gear in, and then I deleted the video of what <laughs> I took in on the phone because I i was really good. I videoed everything. But my phone fills up with crap so much, so I was deleting that off. And I, anyway, so I'm sitting there trying to my memory. I'm like, what did I leave? Okay. And then I'm thinking, and we packed, you know, it's 15 days. So it's not like, oh, I can rough it for a couple nights. I don't want to rough it for 15 days. So anyway, we're getting ready for that
1: what uh what's your favorite pack right now that the i am still
0: the cavern in the crater by by far but it's not the best seller i mean i obviously should not be designing packs off of what i like because that is like the the bomb.com for me and it's <laughs> all i use and people are like you don't like whatever and i'm like no i don't like that pack i like this pack but if you called me for advice to argue with me i'm like <laughs> you should have just bought what you wanted because you you were wanting like what words of affirmation that that one is the awesome one but i don't use that one so yeah i uh yeah the cavern and the crater is what i've been using the most i mean that's all i use really but for yeah. big packs anyway
1: so you've got uh some big hunts planned it's for the fall what what do you got lined out What's your – What's your? are you going to sheep hunt this year? No, I'm supposed to be there now,
0: but the price on that about tripled from what it was supposed to be, so I pulled the pin on that one. But we, <laughs> we got high country. We didn't draw an elk tag, so we're doing over-the-counter, which is where we're doing mule deer. So mule deer, elk, and we have black bear tags. And then we go to Montana with uh, Frodo and Bilbo, um, Charlie and John, Gabrio, And then uh, we go to uh, – which I think B.C., Uh, for mountain goat, and then we go to Alberta, and then uh, Missouri, uh, good Lord, Oklahoma, uh, Alabama, Florida for alligator, and um, man, I'm missing some stuff in there, but a (laughs) a lot, quite a a bit. Only only a couple tough ones, like this first one's going to be bad. I'm already down to like 200 pounds, so... Um. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm gonna be skinny coming out of it. It's a. It's a. Phys, it's a rough pecker back there. It's a rough one. But what. What. What do you got going on?
1: Uh, I'm gonna hunt um, elk just over the counter in Idaho. Yeah. And uh, going with cousin Ben.
0: Yeah.
1: I was and cousin Ben.
0: Has he's cousin good. Ben
1: been eating better and getting <laughs> CrossFit shape. Is he doing he has, any working out? He has been exercising. Um. He has been exercising in preparation, which is good. Because Matt Davis is going with us to Alberta. That,
0: I called him earlier. I said, "You're not going to believe this. I'm getting ready to do a podcast with Brian. I got to go, but let's get you in on the
1: hunt." So <laughs> anyway, awesome. Yeah, he needs to go there, dude. That's, well, I I'm doing a,
0: a, another struggle stick, buddy. I didn't want to be the only asshole <laughs> with shooting a shooting a stick. Everybody else got a compound.
1: That's right. I I'm going on a uh, Eastern Plains uh, mule deer hunt with Barlow uh, in in Montana um so, some kind of hunt like that uh he set up so that'll be fun uh but the elk hunt i'm really looking forward to it's just up in the mountains and and then i'm going to go on a moose hunt with barklow in october No, oh, that'll be cool up in bc yep that'll be cool so and then uh i've got one whitetail hunt kind of on the books which should be fun in ohio which uh after hunting whitetail last year and having such a fun time i i can't wait to do it again yeah it's weird i get people messaging me like i sat in a ground
0: blind for 16 hours the other day which i don't suggest but uh, people are surprised i can do that and i'm like why well, i'm gonna do what it takes guy i'm not enjoying myself in there <laughs> um i'm running out of data on my phone i guarantee if i got back i had to bring a battery pack i was on it so much but the whitetail thing my funnest hunt or one of them is was with Broderick one, because you know, something is hitting the ground for one. Like there's no, there's no doubt, but, uh, it's cool to be manly and, uh, you know, backpack in and everything, but it takes a physical toll. Um, we're on our fifth scouting trip. It's nine miles plus in 4,000 feet gain. And, uh, it's fun and all, but it's also fun to sleep in a bed and, and you know, <laughs> drive around in a
1: bad boy buggy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, and Brian always has those southern meals just waiting for you. You
0: know what? The last time we went, uh, thank God he let us go and buy food. And so really? we didn't get cookies because I was eating 200 cookies on a five day oh. stretch. Um, at a minimum, the food was probably. too
1: good to to skip. You yeah. had to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So we
0: got hummus and kombucha and like healthy food. You know, vegetables. And Broderick was like, "Man, I looked around to get you some of that kombucha, buddy, but uh, I couldn't <laughs> find none." And I'm like, "You're probably looking in the wrong spot because it's in the health food side." And so we. <laughs> he was just up here for antelope. He just shot one with yeah, uh, the big that. ginger.
1: That was, that was sweet. Yeah. So what do you what's your food like right now what is some of your backpack food that you're taking like some of the highlights like because every year you're always playing around with different stuff and and taking in some uh one of the things that comes up a lot is don't don't take food that you're not going to want to eat yeah take
0: food you want to eat yeah yeah I some of the questions i get is I'm like You going on a diet back there like that's not a good place to go on a diet (laughs) right but those bobo bars um which i've eaten forever and then like dinners and and um stuff like that we've you know we that i hate to even mention the company again because he's still not out with humble foods yet Mm -hmm. which has made my life a living hell because everybody messages me where do i find it and there you can't because it's MIA. It's not there yet. So, um, and we have off grid stuff, you know, the normal, uh, what everybody sees every day. I've got some of that. Well, the Heather's choice dinners, not so much, but those packer thingy dingies. Um, I've got some of those. And then we've, since Amy can cook, right. She, <laughs> she has helped a lot. So she made a bunch of bars for me. Um, yeah. and then, uh, she met dehydrated a bunch of beef jerky. I've got some meat bars, But uh, when we pack it in early, I don't have to worry about it as much. Like if I packed in 15 days worth of food plus camera gear plus optics, you know, my pack would probably weigh 80 pounds or well, it would weigh 80 pounds. And so we packed in 40 pounds early. And then the other problem, there's no water where we're at. So I had to. Go a long ways to get water, fill up bladders and bring them back and they're hidden. And I'm just praying that the marmots didn't eat holes in my bladders because um, it's not like there's trees to hang that on. are right they're, We're above tree line. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, anyway. But yeah, food wise, nothing like um, nothing that's uh, like groundbreaking because, I mean, really, it's more of a like you said, flavor thing. So yeah. I always like those bobo bars, the, the, the bars that Amy makes are like a protein chocolate chip almond butter. I had to get her to make it. She's, like, incapable of making unhealthy shit or stuff. (laughs) Sorry. Um, And so the Justin's peanut butter, the vanilla, I'll take four of those big containers to make my bars, and she's using organic whatever standard peanut butter. I'm like, no, no. I want as fattening as you can get because I lost weight on three, four-day scouting trips, so 15 days. And I'm not even – going on stocks this is just going from blasting points and with you know the recurve not to say that it's not a deadly stick but there's a good (laughs) chance i may be making more than one
1: stock so i uh yeah i may be burning some calories what's your uh what's your how many how many how much sugar are you taking up there
0: and i don't take you know other i mean when i say i don't take that much there's some sugar in the um like the bobo bars but Mm -hmm. overall i mean not the other and those cube things, um, Pro Bar cubes. They're like a little square, squishy thingy dingy. There's some yeah. sugar in those, but hardly any processed sugar, which is what I'm trying okay. to stay away from. Because mostly my my knees, like I don't care what anybody says. Randy Cooling, I said, dude, you need to stop eating processed sugar and carbs. And he called me a week later, and you would have thought it's like when you somebody finds God. I mean, he was literally <laughs> right. like, dude. This, it's totally different. The pain is gone. I'm like, man, I'm not – this isn't some farce thing that – I mean, not see too many squirrels, but I uh, – you know, you run into people that don't eat overly healthy and they've gotten way to a, the way that they feel, right? It's standard for them and the way that they eat. I guess it is kind of like finding religion, right? Once you right. find it, right, and it's changed you, um, you know, people hop on you the wanna- podium, wherever you want to tell everybody. <laughs> That's right. But, but until you get to that point – like with dieting and nutrition, when I stopped drinking soda, and, and you know, I still eat, you do too. I mean, I'll have cheat days and I'll eat unhealthy, but overall, I mean, we eat pretty healthy. Well, um, it makes a big difference, it makes a big difference yeah. on gut health too.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. I find that uh, a little bit of sugar I like, like, I like those honey stinger like gels and yeah, 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 um, and uh, you know, Pedialyte and some little sugar in that, and but I, I, but carbohydrate wise, you know, I've been taking tortillas yeah. with lots of bacon, yeah, bacon and is, peanut butter and honey yeah. wrapped in there. Yeah, um, that's been my new thing. And then I found this Nutella that's <laughs> new. It's made by Nativa. Oh yeah, so it's like
0: Amy gets it. Well, she yeah. gets it for Kaylee. But even that, if you eat the
1: whole jar, it's not healthy, which is my problem. <laughs> I mean, it's like. But it's, it's It's hazelnut chocolate i tell myself it's okay snyder because it's coconut it's like natural it's (sighs) there is nothing unhealthy in that what you smear that on on a little tortilla Mm -hmm. and then you put a little tortilla on top of that and you have this giant flat like uh bundle of joy chocolate filled (laughs) pizza of joy thingy and uh I've been eat. That's been like a big kick lately. It's it's a problem for me because we don't have anything. I say nothing. If it's unhealthy, I'll find it.
0: I'll root it out like a tunnel rat. And so, the Nutella thing. Well, I give you. You're a got, peanut butter guy. Oh, man, well, we got back time. from uh, not Nutella. Justin's peanut butter. She had it to make the bars, and I ate three quarters. We got home at noon, and three quarters of that jar was gone. <laughs> and it's a big jar. By I've that never night.
1: I've never seen someone like spoonful as much peanut butter in in a in a, in a a go as you. I could live and off of it. Well, I probably I'm shouldn't. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. I'm going to go pick some of that Justin's peanut butter up. I'm going to mix it with the dark chocolate and then the, I have the milk chocolate nativa, yeah. like Nutella. And I'm going to try that and see how I like it. But lately I've been going for tortillas because I don't like the, the bread gets soaking up all the – Honey and jam or whatever. We, we did get these crackers and I ordered, I, I mean, a lot
0: from uh, Amazon and they're, uh, I can't remember, they're a gluten-free cracker, not the ones like we had before that were really salty. Um, they're a different brand. I can't remember the name of them, but I ordered boxes of them and then i just filled big ziploc bags full of them Mm -hmm. and uh we did bring those in Um, yeah you know what though i could totally by the end of the hunt i won't like them like i eat butthole sandwiches Mm -hmm. enough i can't eat them anymore um i say won't like them won't be the first thing i grab when i get home to snack on i guarantee if you're but um you know i'm not with uh but you know the water is going to be the problem where we're at. Like you know, yeah, it's a it's an issue. There's just not much, at, you know, without traveling a great distance. And when you're
1: drinking a hundred ounces a day, it's, you know, you burn through it quick. Yeah, you drink. I I can't drink as much water as you. You're 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 a water king. Yeah. <laughs> My question for you, uh, what water bladder are you, st- are you taking to store in camp? Whatever when you're up I Ohio. could find, man. I,
0: <laughs> I ordered those from, uh, Kendall that, uh, SteriPen big bladder thing where you can do four liters at a time. And, uh, I off did not like black Ovis. Yeah. off Black Ovis. And, uh, so w- <sighs> it's just a giant bladder you put the pen anyway it didn't i didn't like it but I, the stair great so i had two of those where were so eight liters i mm-hmm. had four 10 liter msr bladders but out of the four three of them the cap leaks so they're hanging crooked so they don't leak while they're up there because i filled them up and i got back and it, there was guppies swimming around the bottom of my pack <laughs> man i'm not kidding the first time i came out of that hole to get back to camp it was uh, not cool with all that. Well, I mean, the whole pack, it was like packing out an elk to get it back. So, um, <laughs> but the MSR drum light is what I've always used uh, for a bladder. Uh, now, not having said that, whatever bladder was in the garage, they are all gone because they're on top mm. of the mountain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, the MSR drum light, which you've talked about before, but uh, I saw you were talking about another water filter. Yeah.
0: So, the legitimately does make the water better now because of last year the the elk pee drinking thing we had the um, dussey water yeah so it i was like i had a lot of people message me to try out this vario thing it's a it's um yeah it's the katadin it's like a hiker pro which i used to use and yeah. uh but it's a vario but it has a carbon uh powder in the middle of the filter so it goes through a ceramic filter on top that's skinny and then uh, perforated like air filter on the side and in the middle is carbon and it does make the water taste pretty good i sent you that picture because i was laughing well the first i pumped out of a spring so it tasted great i didn't even need to pump that but i went up there's squidwards all over and there's, <laughs> we call it the hippie pond and they're little red guys swimming around i mean if you fill up your Nalgene, they'll be thir- – I mean, you can feel them when you're drinking them. And so I – put, but the water didn't taste too bad there, but there was another spot that was really bad. And so I stare up in that and tried it, and it tasted horrible. I'm like, well, this is a great spot to try this out. And it did take the – I mean, it didn't take it away, but it made it
1: better. Um, Dude, it's the, – the last system we did, it tasted like we were drinking elk urine, elk sex. Oh, yeah. It, it had – so that was the worst water I've ever had to try to drink. Oh, by far, and you know it's it's funny how
0: much um, your gear can change because I love that Serapin. but when there is no water, it's it's not as conducive to like I have a life straw. I've never if you were filming for you through the course of the day, you you would laugh because I'm sucking water out of like rocks and crap, like where it's rained and, and hoof prints. Yeah. Like I sound like I make, making jokes, Beef on true grit. Like I've lapped water out of a filthy hoof print and been happy to have it. Well, it's like that. Cause there's just whatever can keep you on the top without dropping mm-hmm. elevation. So I have that life straw and then that pump. And I've actually the SteriPen, I had just have it hidden at camp because there's so little water. You can't even fill the bottle <laughs> to SteriPen yeah. it. So.
1: Yeah, and I brought the ice axe, walking stick to dig holes, to pull Uh, (laughs) up water. Well, I do like the um, I do like the Sterapin Nalgene combo just because when when there's plenty of water, because it's nice just to walk around without carrying any water. Oh yeah, it's it's weight, and if you can just like dip into a stream as you're crossing it, fill it up, and then filter it later, like with the like clean it with the pin like an hour later like we would do that all the time we just oh it's handier it's just handy and then you can always mix up your stuff and and i use analogy now to roll out my ankles and hips and my my calves and stuff that vario pump is nice because you
0: screw the analogy into the bottom of it and you just it fills. you know it screw it pumps right into the analogy so which is nice because i do the same thing and my right knee's been bugging me, and I don't think it's like a knee injury. I think it's a mobility thing from working one muscle out more than another, like, you know, something's twisting in there. So I've been trying to roll and stretch. I gotta, I'm i going to have to take yoga soon is the pro- – I mean, it's at a yeah. level that's not cool. Um, but, yeah, the uh, – we'll see because how it goes uh, – I mean, who knows? It'll probably piss rain every day up there. I'll be able to just, you know, drink it off the tarp coming down, but – It'll be, a, it'll be an interesting deal. I'm hoping I found a deer that's, and he's over 30 wide. He won't score real great. You know, he's, he's not, um, he's just, out of the four bucks I kind of have marked That I mean, don't get me wrong, people. I'll shoot a three point if I have to. But the four bucks I have marked that I'd like to shoot um, that are very killable right now really the the highest scoring ones just a straight four by four. He's not anything. He's just a tip. If you're into typical fours, you'll love the hell out of him. I'm not. I want crazy. There's one that's a three by four that has got like a 27, 28 inch main beam. And he's, he's, he's just missing his rear split, but he's got, so what would that be? His G G three is must be two and a half feet long. It's just crazy coming off. So we'll see. I mean, if everything works out, like it has been working out i could have shot them several times but with local pressure and and whatever who knows what'll who knows what'll happen so and my Season. shooting is better by far than it ever was so let's hope i don't choke yeah. on that
1: yeah like how has the struggle stick has life been or the deadly stick yeah uh man i've shot because there was at one point where you're like, I'm never shooting this again. I'm just going to go compound. Then compound. Now you're back to the stick. Like, what is it that brought you back?
0: Oh, uh, probably my heart rate not ever going up. Well, you've seen. I don't get that. I watched. Like, yeah, it does. I don't get. I'm like, hey, I shot another one. I, and, uh, <laughs> and it doesn't. Uh, so, and that was the big thing is I, you know, just basically the adrenaline rush and the fact I can shoot far and you know, with the amount of hate mail I've gotten, I know I shouldn't people, um, but I can, and I don't have the ability, (laughs) the self-discipline to not use that ability. The stick makes me, well, you were there for the whole thing. It makes me a different, you know, hunter. Um, so that was the biggest reason why, but I, at this point, no BS, like at 40 yards, you wouldn't know the difference between me and a compound shooter at 40. Like I, shooting really well even broderick was like you know he is god dang man and yeah. uh i mean i was wadding him in i can shoot good but yeah i tell you that you know the crap running down both legs takes it that's it's a little bit different but i put a clicker on that clicker has helped a lot And so it's like a draw check for me uh it's not really? like a psycho trigger i think it's what uh the great joel turner and <laughs> tom senior <laughs> call it uh i don't use it as a fire mechanism. Sometimes I'll hold it full after it clicks. Sometimes whatever I won't. And but it's a draw check. And what happened is if you watch South's videos, and I've shot with South a bunch. He of course he's a lot better now. He he kinda shoots on the collapse. So he draws past and then shoots on the way back in and my problem was i'll rip the limbs off right i i drew mm. to the broadhead on a deer in alabama when my arrow is two inches longer than it's supposed to be because it may get grain <laughs> to keep tension <laughs> right. so the, the draw check the clicker's a draw check for me so it's been going good i i shot frank's bow the other day the compound quite a bit it's amazing you know at 80 yards i grabbed his bow and put three arrows in a you know, golf ball basically, and uh, then cor- 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 or Cody called me a dick, and then <laughs> I grabbed my stick, bow shot. I mean, it's just that easy for me with a compound. Um,
1: oh yeah, yeah, you got that. You you're you're a shooter, dude. I, I found like, so I I didn't learn my lesson. I, I I used the hinge. I really liked it on that bear hunt this year. I was feeling so confident with it going into that see i started shooting that going back to using a hinge and you know last year i struggled with the hinge and then i finally went back to the trigger and i had success with the hinge and then i wet the bed with the hinge yeah but
0: over time i bet because you're using it a lot then you go to the trigger eventually you'll probably just i mean i did the same thing man i mean it's it's
1: in the same boat because i on a live animal like like you were talking about ripping the the limbs off you know pulling through on that tar hunt i was using that hinge and i just dude snyder i was so tense yeah and trying to relax and pull through the hinge i was just i i couldn't shoot i didn't shoot it well at all under pressure yeah at all i think that just comes with time
0: because it's no different than a stick bow you know i mean I somewhat have my crap together, but you still, right? I mean, there's still the clicker helps, but you still do when a, adrenaline you can't control it. And I mean, no matter what, it's hard
1: to not rip one off, or you know, in your tense, everything changes too, and your alignment and everything else. But well, I found like when I'm tense like that, I'm super jacked, and I'm adrenaline's, I can I can punch a trigger. Oh yeah, I I can't seem to rip off a, a, a shot that's decent with a hinge and i've i've when i'm not when i'm like oddly calm or i'm confident like going into that moment like on the goat yeah uh or or like on that bear it's like i just pull through and it's all good yeah but then other times for whatever reason i'm just more jacked
0: yeah oh it for sure i just i don't know what it, people message me like there's some special sauce and I'm like, look, it took a lot of years to get a special sauce that I don't know exactly what the ingredients are. And I still not like I'm, you know, whatever, Levi Morgan or anything or Levi, whatever, or Tim Gillingham, but I can hold it together with an animal in front of me, but it's still like, it wasn't like there was something that I did that did it other than just trigger time or whatever. Um, And even still, like Lander when I shot the bear this year, he's like, "Did you pull to the clicker?" I'm like, "Dude, I was running backwards. I don't know what I did. I was like, and I, it's, it's, I'm pretty open with, uh, you know, failures or <laughs> shortcomings of whatever happened. Like I tell, you know, I'm like, well, uh, I got Gary. I'm like, there's arrows everywhere. I'm not sure exactly what happened, but I hit him good one time. I'm, I can't really. I mean, the third shot, well. The fourth shot, uh, the first one I missed, right? next two were not great, like, coming at me. And then the fourth, I got my crap together and hit it. Well, you think about that. That's less than 25%, right, of arrows I'd fired. And the first arrow was a decent arrow, but Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have shot because it started to wheel off. And I've had guys, everybody's an expert on the Internet, right? You shouldn't have shot. Well, okay, well, I know that, obviously, but it's hard when you're on an animal— and it starts to wheel out, not to let go. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's hard not to – even when you know they're going to wheel, your brain, right, it's like fight or flight. And I'm not saying I shouldn't shoot or people shouldn't shoot, but when you're on it and it's feeding and then all of a sudden you see it hunch up to wheel out, it's hard not to let it go. Man, that thing ate a sandwich. My arrow was behind it when – it, you know, it, and I thought – it wasn't from a collapse because I shot to the right, right? It was wheeling out to the left. I
1: mean, you know where right. I shot it or he probably showed you, but – anyway oh yeah i went and looked at it and gary and i and he was telling me the story and uh it's just like (laughs) you can't make this stuff up right it's just i had a few haters message me like it's a
0: fish story and i'm like you know if i was going to tell a fish story a hole i would have made it to make myself sound good nothing out of this made myself any like a better hunter oh i missed the first shot panicked on the next two and w- finally winged one in the shoulder yay i sound great <laughs> yeah i mean and gary like you know he's over there he, when he came over i didn't have an arrow in the quiver and he was like yeah he was you know gary see did you get a shot and i'm like gary i'm out of ammo i'm looking for my arrow <laughs> so i have another one to shoot dude he was so funny and then i don't think I, he believed me because we couldn't find the bear we went yeah, to the back yeah. in the woodline in the wrong spot
1: well uh when i was up there dude that was such a fun hunt Um, and, uh, I shot that bear and then I got excited. Like I was excited. I was, I was, I was stoked to just get out and be there and, and I'm pretty comfortable around hunting bears for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I got more excited when Kyle Ostrand, who was in camp with us, a friend of ours, he goes out. And we got him on a bear and he made a shot on a bear. I was more excited and jacked and pumped my adrenaline higher with him shooting than with me. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 then I'm like screaming afterwards. I'm more excited <laughs> about it, I think, than he was about shooting a bear. No, that's cool. And you just never know, like to me, trying to pinpoint when I'm going to be what, – what my emotions are going to do in that moment. You know, it, it seems to be – totally inconsistent it's pretty consistently flat for me it's hard for me to get too
0: riled up on i don't know anything as far as animals go but i can tell you one thing i was was tired and sweaty when frank shot his because i went to one spot or we went to one spot and they went another and then we're driving around because it's hot and we're bored right just seeing if we can spot one and then i'm like the wrong way from where they are and lander's like bear down so we go back and like we had just went three or four miles the wrong way. And there was already a three mile gap between us. So then we rode the six back to, to find them. And when I saw it, I was like, man, that bear looks really fat from a distance. And then I got up to it and I was like, man, that bear ate its kids. It it was, <laughs> did he tell you how fat it was? Dude, it looks huge. I was, it's it a- was, it, yeah, it was, it was a fat bear, fat bear, um, I mean, like, it just – the three of us looked like we were making sweet love to it, trying to get it in the back of the truck. We couldn't get it on the tailgate. And Lander – sorry, Lander – is not exactly the most – a physical specimen, right? But he is strong, and he's wedging it, his neck and head into it, and he's like, lift. And I'm like, I'm lifting. <laughs>
1: and Frank jumped
0: in the back. It was it was
1: difficult. Well, um, I've got – I – I, I'm hoping next year to hit Southeast Alaska again Yeah, for bears. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe go back to, with lander. I'm not sure, but that, that bear hunt is one of, it's one of those hunts. It's hard not to do each year.
0: Yeah, it's fun. I mean, we go early, which is a blessing and a curse because you're stuck with a pretty limited amount of um, area, but you know, whatever area has grass is probably going to have a, a bear on it. But we didn't see, we saw bears, right? We didn't see like as many as let's say the year before. But I was on that grizzly hunt. But we, I mean, we saw a good amount of bears. The thing that happened with, I had a bear, well, the uh, Frenchman, what uh, you know, was with me, the little kid, and uh, mm-hmm. we got out of the, you know, got out of the tree stand because I couldn't wait any longer. We saw that bear and stalked on it, and it was at forty, and he'd seen me shoot at forty. He's like, "Are you gonna kill it?" And I'm like, "No, it's not. Lander. will shoot me." It was like a five, like a five and a half footer, and he, Lander, was cool enough to let me get two tags, but he was pretty clear on the fact it better be bigger than the first one. Well, there's nothing wrong. Like a five and a half foot bear isn't a small bear, but when you start off with a six ten bear, yeah, you're probably only going downhill from there, right? So that bear's just—I mean, it's feeding at forty, and he's like, "Shoot it." Are you going to shoot it? And I'm like, no. Nah. And then it came straight to us. And I'm like, I may have to shoot it, right? <laughs> like, he probably yeah. won't yell at me. And then it, it kind of veered off. But other than that, like, there was some smaller bears, like, out of the, the truck. But I didn't want to be, you know, Lander makes a living off of that. So I didn't want to shoot two unless there was a giant. And I just
1: happened to shoot Chewbacca on the first go around. It was a good bear. I mean, it was, it was big. Yeah. Um, you know, as the as the years keep progressing, you know, and I'm I'm out there hunting more and and I uh, I've I went to the sheep show last year. Yeah and I, and I keep checking out the sheep hunts and stuff, but they're just out of my price range. You know Shit, and
0: they're out of everybody's price range unless you
1: own Apple. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't see that hunt happening anytime soon. And I don't know that I like after hunting tar in New Zealand in their Southern Alps and and hunting mountain goat with you in British Columbia Um, I feel like I can get like a kind of a sheep hunting experience minus the sheep with some of these other places, you you know, they mule deer too. You know, that's kind of how Frank looks at it. Yeah. And mule deer are like, you know, those are over the counter hunts even. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. But one animal I've mentioned before that I, I really want to hunt with a bow is, is that brown bear, grizzly bear yeah and you did that hunt but i mean and i know you told me the same thing and i remember when you told me that i was like yeah i would much rather hunt a horned animal yeah but it's funny like now now that's not the case like above all other kind of big game animals i want to bow hunt bears
0: yeah yeah it's fun and i'd like to shoot one with the bow but I mean, I'm glad I shot my. I'm not complaining. I'm glad I shot the the grizzly with the gun because I wouldn't have gotten to go hunt again because they banned it. But uh, I, I mean, I would like to go, you know, hunt it with the hunt one with the stick. You, you also have to factor in the, you know, I, I guess I'm I'm a diehard bow hunter right up until the point of the last couple of days, and I know I can't afford to go again,
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> that's yeah that's how my tar hunt was it's like i i filmed that hunt and and published it and it's like i, I miss you know i miss uh, yeah. a tar the, the first tar was in the that i missed kind of what you're talking about like right in the animals about to wheel off yeah. you know it's right about the time i'm pulling through on that hinge and he just starts to walk and i rush the shot then he bounces away and then i took a 70 five yard shot or something yeah well as soon as the, he he was on to me now like an arrow would whiz by him already as soon as that air shot broke he was already running he was long gone before the arrow even got there so that that was kind of a bummer and then but then <clears throat> I only had three days to hunt and the first two days were just so buried in fog we had a hard time even hunting. Yeah. So we had one one solid day of of good of good hunting with a bow and uh just didn't get a chance. And so um I blew I blew one at like sixty yards and uh so brought out the rifle, dude. And like you said, I had a half day, I had a morning, so I brought the bow, and if I saw a tar I was gonna shoot one with a bow. But it was I'm like you, like it was like I I can't afford to come back to New Zealand anytime soon. But this plane plane is tickets, as bad as the hunt. Yeah, the plane tickets <laughs> like I think it was a two grand round well, trip frank, or something we, we we didn't end up
0: going frank booked first class It was six grand a person <laughs> and uh <laughs> it was like so we, we we got the money back for the tickets because we just with work we had a big military to come through but you know for um i mean i don't get too much flack because i shot i shot that moose and the grizzly with the gun and um you know i, I mean i'm just like hey look it was i wanted to get to alberta but that wasn't the big reason I was tired of the weather, right? Like Stubblefields made a couple comments, like the never quit thing until it's cold. And I'm like, well, I mean, it wasn't like we didn't put effort in or whatever, but I feel like saying, Hey, Ginger, where's your struggle <laughs> stick? Cause obviously that went away quick, <laughs> but the, uh, stubs funny. Um, but no, I mean, most of these hunts I'll stick with it's you know, with, the with the, recurve but if I went on a stone sheep hunt and I had hunted uh you know 10 days I mean and on the 11th day I mean I would grab a gun on the last day just you know if I couldn't get it done just because I can't afford to go again um yeah so much like the grizzly hunt same kind of
1: thing yeah I'm with you like I when that didn't come through you know on on the tar hunt I'm like with the bow I was die hard with the bow until that last day. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to come home with a tar. I won't c- come back any, I-, I think, anytime soon. Don't know if I can swing it. So, and then, and then shooting one with a rifle was actually quite rewarding. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and I know you look at too, is, is even if you could uh, afford to go back, um, you know, because I mean, we're, I, it's like i'm not inherently wealthy um none of us are or nobody that i know is that did i hunt <laughs> directly and uh is the do do you do you stick to the bow which is what i want to do and, and i'll do on in pretty much any hunt except a really high dollar one and it is very debatable do you stick to the bow and if you don't get it you come back next year or do you stick to the bow and the last day grab the gun? And then the next year you do something else with that money that was allotted for the the tar hunt this year, right? So do I go hunt tar again and stick to the bow? Or do I shoot one with a gun, go hunt something else, and maybe in two or three years I try it again and stick to nothing but the bow? You know, if you're an internet hater, you stick to the bow. <laughs> if you're the guy on the ground, you're probably going to grab the rifle on the last day, Uh Probably. I I don't. Yeah. I told Santino, he went on that sheep hunt. I'm like, don't even bring the bow. You're going to shoot it with a gun, dude. I was like, if you bring both, I'm one of the only people like on a grizzly hunt that I know that can wait the entire time. And, and even then it's hard for me, um, on a high dollar hunt. And he did shoot it with a gun and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean,
1: dude, I mean, unless you have a lot of money. (laughs) No, no. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm practical that way. Um, and I, I actually really enjoyed that part of it. So I've got a few rifle hunts this year that I'm doing just for the fun and the experience of rifle hunting, you know, and, um, I love it. I'm, I've been enjoying it a lot. And, and I think adding that to those hardcore, it extends your season. You get some more hunts in. Yeah. No, for, for sure. I don't think, I don't think we're going to do anything with a gun, Well, Frank, he shoots coyotes with
0: a gun just because of the way the schedule panned out or whatever, you know. And I'm not a big gun guy anyway. And, yeah, I mean, that and I shoot everything. I'm bad enough with a bow in my hand. but uh,
1: I'm going to go hunt with Lampers, um, over-the-counter, archery elk, or rifle elk uh, in in Colorado, actually.
0: Yeah, Uh, I've only talked to him a few times, like at the airport and— I mean, I'm introverted to begin
1: with. He seems like a, a good dude, um, you know, from the limited amount I've talked to him. Yeah, I like Ryan a lot. He's a good dude. I've got uh, – so we're going to go do that hunt. It should be fun. Um, and I like that just over the counter. You just pick a spot on a map and you just go, yeah. you know. Um, I had a – I just published that video last night of the British Columbia goat hunt.
0: Yeah, uh, my phone
1: went – Ape crap um, for a while.
0: I mean, when I woke up or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? I have a on silent and I was like, huh. And I looked and I, got, <laughs> I looked on YouTube and it had a bunch of comments fast, which is good. I mean, it had 200 and some comments. Now, is that the one? Is that the same version that was at the show or did you guys re-edit and post again? Or is that the one? Because
1: I never watched. the. I didn't see the first one. Right. Right. Um, no, the first one, It's it's different. It's the same. It's different. Like yeah. I, I had to rush edit that uh, last minute. I had a little help with Grady. Uh, we we just didn't. I didn't have time to put the the into the film that I wanted to. So, but we had already kind of announced this event and had everybody come, and so it was like, well, it is what it is, and it'll still be fun. And we did the event at the Western Hunt Expo, showed the film, but yeah, what you see now is that I published last night is more along the lines of what I wanted the film to be in the first place. Yeah.
0: I'm not being totally honest. I had a ton of people say this version's way better. Like they messaged and I'm like <laughs> I didn't see the first one. I don't know what it looked like. I had a bunch of people message me and be like that was way better on the second one than the than the first one and I didn't know. I say a bunch of people like 6 or 7 or whatever, but um which was cool cuz I watched it and I was like, man, that's good cuz I didn't get to see the the first one cuz I'm introverted and I'm like Huh? And I, you know, I skipped through because I obviously being there, and then it would rewind with my finger. And by the time I was done screwing around, I'd watch the whole thing anyway from going <laughs> back and forth. But yeah, it came out
1: good. That's, yeah, that that's just a. I mean, it's just beautiful, you know, all that stuff and hanging out. And I think for people that are watching the film for the first time that didn't listen to the podcast, <laughs> tell Jordan to stop working out and doing <laughs> selfies. <laughs> I'm not sure who who is in the hallway, uh, but yeah, it's like. You know, if you get to know Bart through the podcast and and you get to know all, it just has even more context for the film, you know, so that one's going out. I'm excited about the moose hunt that you and I did in B.C., which will go out. So it's I'm calling it open season and it's just five weeks of hunting film. And I'm just so each week I'm going to put a couple of films out each week on YouTube and then we're giving away a ton of gear. Um, get people talking, get people watching stuff. It's funny, like you could make a video, but it doesn't mean people are gonna watch it. Yeah. And so they won't know if it's good or not good, because they got to watch it to find out if it's good. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, now it's I got a lot of partners that are pitched in, so I, I, it's it's like, hey, go and watch it, and then win a Kafaru pack. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, okay, I'll watch it.
0: Yeah, so. we do the same thing for. Uh, not for to watch the videos, but the same thing. It's like, hey, go, you know, like our page and follow the same they, whatever you're supposed to do to get people to follow your page. But the thing, like you know, with it is, is it, unless you get in front of them, whatever that takes, then they, you know, they won't know, and they may choose to, they may choose to not like you. I've gotten a few the front of center deal, good for good <laughs> that that thing, and then. um the uh the long distance shooting right like um a lot of people you know um which it's good for me to make jokes out of now i get pretty thick skin i don't get too irate about anything but uh, occasionally i'll respond to a guy and uh you know a lot of people will which is to totally judge a book by its first page maybe maybe um they'll hop on they listen to one podcast and uh that podcast could be a lot long distance shooting. And all of a sudden you're the antichrist and you're the worst thing for hunting and you total piece of poop. Right. And yeah. a guy sent me one like that recently, which I didn't, I mean, I not know, whatever, but I, I messaged him back and I said, you so you just listened to the one. And I was like, I was like, and that was on yours. And then he got on ours. And, uh, I can't remember what he complained about on ours, probably cussing. And, uh, I was like, man, I, I totally understand where you're coming from, but you put a lot of effort into that email. Like, that's right. more than I've probably typed in, like, six months, you know? And I'm like, what got you to that point? I am analytical, right? I'm like, what got you to that point? I'm going to email this guy a book tonight. He's like, well, you're just the worst <laughs> thing for hunting. And I said, well, no, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, that, it takes a bold statement. That's like me meeting a guy and say he's a mass murderer. Like I, right. I can tell, he's a yeah. sociopath. And uh, the guy and I emailed back and forth for quite some time. And uh, then he researched, and he was like, "Oh, well, maybe you're not that bad." And then he came back again, and I'm like, "Man, I, this whole podcast thing is just—it's weird to me on some of it." But
1: well, and not just podcasts, like social media. If someone just takes a little sliver of something, yeah, and 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 they they take that, and then they judge everything by that, it's it can be. For example, the podcast, you and I have talked a lot on the podcast over the last years, three, four years. And as that stuff, if people have that whole body of, of, of information they've consumed, well, they have a, a broad context for whatever comes out of your mouth or my mouth. Oh, like yeah. To base to, – to, to take it with – you know, for what it is. And when someone doesn't have that context and then they hear something – they can quickly go, man. That guy's a that guy's an a hole. That guy that guy's an idiot. You know, with but that's why the podcast is nice because at least people who have given it a chance they they consume enough of it they get a they get a feel for what I stand for, what I'm about, and then when they watch a film or whatever, it it has that context that goes with it. But I'm always kind of looking at the stuff I post and thinking about you know what. How is it consumed – how is it viewed I by just someone who it doesn't better. have I that? I just don't
0: type anything. I just post a <laughs> photo. Then I can't get myself in trouble. You type a <laughs> book. I don't type anything. I It's good if I tag somebody, right? I, I mean right. I've gotten to the point because I don't have you know time to argue. And uh, I, so I just post a photo, right? And I might say yeah. – on the Kafaru page on uh, – well, Dana runs the the Facebook page, but the Instagram page I do, or we all do, but I'm usually the one that posts on it. And I'll just post, you know, here's Brian Call with his 2008. Congrats, Brian. Can't wait to see what happens this year. Okay, I cannot get anything <laughs> from that. And so on my own page, I might have six words on there and a tag or something because I don't have time to yeah. deal with it. But the one thing I've definitely found is there is – uh, a, a certain crew that follows you. There's a crew that follows both of us There's a crew that follows me and then the hate is the same way There's a group of people that hate me and there's a group of people that hate you and no matter if you shit gold tomorrow They're still gonna hate you and <laughs> the same thing with me and here There's no getting away around that. And I'm sure you get hate mail about me and I get hate mail about you it, for whatever reason and, the, and 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 there's certain things. I mean, don't get me wrong. I make fun of you guys working out in the gym all the time. But <laughs> there's certain things you can twist to what you yeah. want it to be. So you can hear me do a gear podcast, and, and I'm a I'm a know it all, right? And then you can hear you do a podcast on whatever, and you're whatever you are. But it's like well, you just don't like me and that's okay too. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. right? Yeah, right, right. Don't say I'm a know-it-all because I, cause I do know gear, but right. the reason why I'm a know-it-all is I don't talk about what I don't know because then I would be an idiot because I don't right. know about it. And so yeah,
1: I, or not necessarily me a know-it-all I'm, or whatever, pick it, I'm an a-hole or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I'm definitely create, you know, you've to stay in this environment, you know, and do what we do. You, you have to have that thick skin. You have to, and I think in the world in general, people are way too hypersensitive and I get it. Like there have been t- times people say things and I'm mad and I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to go on to, uh, some internet typing more. Right. And then I look at it and I'm like, I just wasted an entire day arguing with someone who really was kind of a waste of time. It takes away from all the productive things I want to do.
0: Yeah, I've done a few podcasts. I did a couple with like Dudley and uh, he had said something about, well, he said, I don't respond or I don't whatever. And I'm like, well, dude, I have to respond to a lot of them because they're questions. That's what I do like. I have to respond to. I he said I don't read comments. I was like I don't have that. I don't get to <laughs> not read them. I have to read them because I got to respond to the questions. I mean, I could just not answer questions anymore. And I was like, well, man, it's not like I respond to these guys. I'm just telling you what these guys said for comical value, like about what yeah. you know, whatever. The the heavy the FOC thing was was one of them. Of uh, there was a, you know, I I mentioned them on a podcast before. I'm not going to do it again. A few Facebook pages where guys got. Irate about the, the setups, right? Of yeah, yeah. What's right and wrong, and in in whatever what,
1: and of course for most of them it's in theory, right? right? And there, dude, <laughs> there's more than one way to skin a cat, dude. It's oh, like yeah. it, it there's so many ways. I think there's so. like a core.
0: There, there's a there's the mayo and the mustard, right? On the white and yellow line, and I think anything in between the mayo and the mustard, you're good. And then there's certain things that get you outside the mayo and the mustard, and you shouldn't do that. Like right. you shouldn't have bad components. One of the reasons I like Valkyrie, right? These mm-hmm. you can't beat that system. Um, yeah, it's ex- you, you got to sell your testicle, but it is good. <laughs> and um, you know, I just when I shoot right with the the, the stick bow, um, I just out of my you know you know where I live on that hillside, I don't even have judo tips anymore. Or even pay attention, I'm just winging arrows all over because I can't break the system. Um, yeah. But then you know, so you have good components, good arrow flight, decent weight of arrow, decent point weight. Anything, let's say above that is a bonus. But for the love of God and everything holy, guys will message me about trying to go from whatever percent to whatever, and I'm like, well, what's wrong with your system now? Well, mm-hmm. And they're like, nothing. And I'm like, well, then I would stick to that system unless you're inherently wealthy and you're a geek, right? Not geek, but yeah. geeked out on gear. Rub right. some funk on it. Try them all. Well. I shot that bear, and immediately there was a few people. I knew Aaron would get smart and go to 650 <laughs> plus grains, and I'm like, I say, like, now nah, I'm shooting 570 grain arrow. I, same thing I always have. I may have drawn the bow back an extra inch for I'm in my pants, but I don't. I think what what um, when you when you look, I, I, I think that's the easiest way to put it is there's parameters, and anything mm-hmm. inside which those parameters are pretty big. Yeah. Anything inside of those parameters, you're you're golden. Yeah. And and uh, what I think, because uh, we're humans, it is hard for people on both ends of the parameters. Meaning, the people on the the lightweight lighter weight end of the parameter, and the people are especially on the heavier weight end of the parameter, are hard to give. It's hard yeah. for them to give any ground. It's like a tug of war. That no matter if somebody said, hey you know what, you guys can just take a timeout and we'll start back up later. No one wants to let go of the rope, right? They just <laughs> right. can't. And for me, <laughs> I don't grab a hold of the rope because I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. I mean, yeah. I literally was talking to I, Jesus could come down and tell me to shoot 28% FOC and I'm not going to do it. I've right, had too right. good a luck with what I've got. I might trust it in the off season, and you may shoot one like like Dudley. Dudley's yeah, got one twenty-five and a 50 grain insert. He's not changing.
1: And, yeah, yeah. and who
0: could tell him to change?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. And I think you just do you. Do, yeah. do what you love to do. Test it out. And like you said, when you get into some of those areas where it's just like outside the mayo and the mustard. Yeah, yeah. dude, th- that's a problem. You're, you, everybody just kind of universally know realizes that that's a bad idea. But yeah. um, on another note, like. So, I'm getting ready to share this uh goat this moose hunt. Oh, the uh, the bear attack. That's better than the <laughs> moose kills. <laughs> so, um I've been sitting on this video forever, but I'm excited to to uh to show that. Um the best part really though is your reaction afterward. Oh, with the bear. Yeah, I'm an yes.
0: adrenaline junkie.
1: Yeah.
0: It was cool. I mean, it it, it made
1: your it made your year to have a bear charged to 13 yards
0: yeah and you know you know me well enough to know i don't get like that hardly ever when something happens to where one of the reasons why i shoot the stick bow that i could get well i say not i couldn't get charged by a bear every day but that adrenaline level I liked that adrenaline level, which is probably why I've never done coke or any other drug, because I never stopped, because I like the up, not the down. That was – it was cool. I mean, it got – I don't know, whatever it was, 10 or 11 or 12 yards or something, whatever distance. It yeah. was close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that should that, – I'm sure that will go viral. Was that the first time you've ever been charged? By a grizzly. I mean, we've had them around. It. When I say that mm-hmm. – it's a totally different world at 50 and 80 where they're buff charging. But yeah, sub 10 or sub 15. Yeah. Black bears. I've had them charge, but I don't worry about black bears so much with that though. That was, I mean, that that, that That wasn't like, Oh, there's a mom and some cubs and she's stomping on the ground. Yeah. No, this one was like, Oh, I'm coming to eat you. Yeah. It was a little bit different,
1: but I mean, yeah, we'll have to podcast after we publish it because I'm really curious in hindsight, what did we do wrong? What did we do right? What are some ways we could like break this down? But I don't want to give it away now. Because there's definitely some things in hindsight where I think, hmm, we could all just died.
0: Well, he should have killed it. I can tell you that was wrong. He should have put <laughs> one in its brain pan is what he should have done. In fact, that'll be interesting is when guides watch it, I guarantee they're going to say, why didn't you put one in its dome? I, I guarantee because any other anybody I know would have dumped it. And I know a yep. lot of guys and outfitters. Well, then there is the side in Aaron's defense, Did he, the paperwork, right? You don't want grizzly, sque- <laughs> grizzly skeletons in the closet, right? You don't want to turn that thing in. Hey, they just banned it, you know, and I dumped one, right? <laughs>
1: so, yeah, I think he should have. Uh, yeah, definitely should have, should have dumped it. But he's right there there is the paperwork issue.
0: Yeah, I'll quit talking about it cuz everybody'll see the video soon, but um
1: the- have you talked to Bart lately at all? No, not about, not uh, not super recently. I'm just curious uh how things are going in BC as far as the bear ban and and uh you know how, how that whole political scene's coming along
0: he and i you know missing each other every time we try to talk but uh with lander i'd he tell you how many clear they saw this year it was a ridiculous amount up at mm-hmm. lander's so yeah it'll be interesting what's really going to be interesting is in four or five years that's when it's really going to be a problem and you know you look at it like you drive down those logging roads and there's a couple three-year-old cubs four-year-old cubs that just got kicked off the mom and they see a human and they don't get shot, right, or shot at, and then they get older and they don't get shot at, and pretty soon humans aren't bad. Well, yeah, that's that's fine and dandy uh, until that you know they're screwing around in your camp and you got a dog and the dog barks at it and it's a little dog It doesn't scare it off, whatever. I may, I'm winging it here, but and then you get eaten, right? Then there's a problem. We have the same problem. <laughs> somebody, some kids just got eaten by a black bear here. Um, you know. Right. And, this whole black bear thing how we humanize totally the other squirrel it's just insane
1: to me there was a podcast that i think it was on meat eater that mm-hmm. randy knew that that uh steven Ranella did with um i believe it's a colorado fishing uh game officer yeah and he spoke about black bears uh i listened to so many podcasts i could have it mixed up with something else but he spoke about the blackberry issues in color in colorado and they're intense. Right. Yeah. And he was saying like, he's, he's either about to retire. He's been like 40 years or something. And he was saying that, you know, 40 years ago, they didn't even record. They didn't even talk. They didn't even mention the bears, um, the phone calls and, and, and time they spent dealing with bears because it was just such a tiny number like three a year or something that wasn't even worth tracking. And he said now I think he said – I think he said 85. It's some number. You don't quote me but look it up. But it's like something like 80 or 90 percent of their calls are all bear issues. Oh. Like their whole office is just dealing with bear issues. And then the next 10 percent is cougars. We got it's one like, in the all neighborhood. we deal with is predator is, – is bears and cougars.
0: Yeah, we've, we've got one in the neighborhood or close by. And um, you can imagine how I handle my neighbors, right? I'm in a, for people that don't know, I'm in a neighborhood I don't belong in. Um, <laughs> and uh, very it's a wealthy community or, and it's old people. But, um, you know, breaking it down scientifically, right? Because they see me shoot and they drive by, you open the garage. I mean, there may not be any dead animals in there, but there's a lot of gear and there's a couple, you know, moose in, in the front yard, whatever. So they'll... Oh, you know, you're a hunter and whatever, and we'll talk. And I'm like, well, look, the bear's just coming down because he's hungry and it smells good. Because, I mean, I go, you know, I I smell barbecue and I'm like, hey, you guys hungry, right? Well, <laughs> he doesn't know any better, right? And then I'm like, they don't just like your garage doors for the sake of the smell of the paint. Your garbage is just on the inside of the garage door and they could smell for something like eight miles. I mean, don't quote me on that, but I've heard it's something like that. Um well, will it eat our dogs? Well, it's a bear. It can eat anything, right? They don't drink Coke. Um, and then trying to explain to them, like, they're the number one killer of, of calf elk. Um, you know, and you've seen how much elk are where we live, right? You live there. They're everywhere, um mm-hmm. anyone and trying to like well should we trap it or should we call and i'm like well if you feel you're in danger call i'm sure they already got multiple calls because there's like this facebook group where we live of old people that bitch and uh <laughs> the mood the, the bear comes up all the time you know and it's like i i would not want to be on the receiving end of that um for the dow
1: no but no yeah. way yeah i've noticed that about uh you know, he was talking about bears. He's like, once they figure out how to get into a house, Oh, it's on like donkey Kong. Yeah. He's like, then it's over. They're just getting into houses. Cause once they get into a house, man, it's like the car door, it's like the the honey pot. It's like, it's golden. And he's like, they'll open the fridge. They'll clean out the entire fridge. And once that happens, they just have to kill the bear. Like there's no other way around it. And he's like, they're smart, dude. They'll watch. He some cool stories he told, but how they'll come and they'll like, they know how to open a door. They know how to open a window. Like they figured things out. And then once they got it figured out, well, it's, it's the same thing with car doors.
0: Once they figure out how to open the car door, that's it. Cause people, French fries in the center console, kids in the back, leaving garbage or whatever, you know. And, my buddy's car he left the sunroof open he just dove through in there you know like a movie and then i mean (laughs) what the crazy thing was he got out on the side door he didn't crawl back out the top he must have been licking the the handle and and it popped open but yeah it's uh their bears are a problem in colorado we did a a podcast with a a guy named harold and i think we pissed off the department of wildlife actually but um what it's going to take to to bring back spring bear hunting right and and I've, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot that it's an uphill battle and it's, you know, it's impossible. And I'm thinking, well, the pull that hunters have now, I think, with some of the, like you and Meat Eater and Rogan and we, uh, Cam and whoever is enough to where at least make a good campaign to reverse it, right? Because so, the last time hunters sometimes were so stupid, there was people that hunt that didn't vote to keep spring bear hunting. They're like, well, I don't hunt spring bears, so it doesn't matter. Well, and then, you know, you have the, you know, the two cubs and, you know, a hunter did this, but you can't shoot south, whatever. It's like, we might be able to bring it back, especially with the bear issues they're having now. Cause the bears are dying anyway and getting the truth to the public. Right. And, yeah. you know, you do a much better job at me. I'm not as outgoing with the conservation and, and it's different things like that, but if you put me on a podium and let me start talking about things like this, I'm very convincing because it's like, well, look, they're still dying. You just right. don't know it, right? Like, so does that mean that it's okay for – And I mean I, I could list off a million things for your kid to do because it is it hear no see evil, see no evil type of thing? Like, is it okay if you don't know and, and then you're fine with it, okay? So mm-hmm. does that mean is it okay that, you know, m- your best friend is, is – i don't want to say anything like that but you're is 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 a professional thief robbing a house right you don't right, know right. but the moment you do know you're probably not going to let them in your house or, or however you want to look at it i i think you could put a pretty good campaign on to get spring bear hunting back and and get it passed if you worked on it hard enough which i'm trying to do with other people right now so we'll
1: see <laughs> yeah no i agree i think uh this guy talked about uh, spring season versus the fall and how many bears are harvested each year. And, and the numbers are actually quite high. It's just that the bear population is huge.
0: Well, and I got to see the, the numbers finally of nuisance bear to hunters, uh, right? Cause initially you just, the numbers are blocked together that, you yeah. know, the ones hit by a truck or, you know, whatever, or the ones electrocuted to climb a pole. And then you, You know, you have the ones that hunters have harvested and then you have, all right, well, how many did, you can't get the federal numbers. They don't share that. But state trappers, um, you know, how many they harvested. I'm curious, Mike, who do you, who's that? This is Gritty Broman. It's Brent. Brent. B-Rent. Brent, you got to go watch Mile 22, buddy, if you can hear me. It's a good, (laughs) I think you'll like it. I'll
1: let him know. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, Lord. Well, dude, we should probably wrap this up. You, I, I'm surprised you're still, you know, in the office right now. I, you know, like I normally can tell you, you th- get there at 4 a.m. What is this? A you're, you're a long day. I don't
0: have a truck, man. I, it's <laughs> like so this. This is a funny. I'm gonna have to tell this. So, the hail damage on the the tundra, right? I don't get it fixed. It's like a year wait because of the hail damage. The whole and state, the Colorado, whole Colorado. Well, a very Denver, large section metro. around me, right? So. And, uh, you know, I call and so I finally set up an appointment and uh, because someone is telling me, which I didn't think was possible, that the insurance was hounding them to get it fixed because they were going to yank the money back. And I'm like, what? So I call to get my rental truck because I finally have a date. I'm skipping a lot of stuff out of this. And <laughs> I tell the insurance guy and I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry it's taken me so long. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, I have you been? I thought they might have changed the state law, right? Like maybe they could yank the money back. And, they, and he's like, "No." He's like, "Hell, I wouldn't even fix it. It didn't look that bad because it was the it was the top. What was bad? They had to replace the camper and the top of it. Anyway, so I go in and they're like, "Hey, it's going to be four to six weeks." And I'm like, "Well, the insurance is only allowing for two weeks of rental car. That's what they dictated. What this is going to take." And they're like, "Well, that may be." But it's not going to take that long because this thing's back-ordered, right? The roof or the top and this is going to – whatever. And they explained it all. I'm like, whatever. So I got an F-150 3.5 EcoBoost fast car, which is not good for me. But it
1: took nine <laughs> you scare me. Oh, look. Like all the dangerous things you do, climb mountains, hunt in the back country, like all these things that people are like, a guy's gonna die someday.
0: Driving Dude, for me, yeah. you're gonna die driving. Yeah, I uh, drive I- fast, <laughs> you know, and I don't drive fast um, in town. Like I'm super right good. I drive like an old lady in town. I don't drive bad at all. But man, like Broderick got in the car, he did not on like it. Trip. Well, on and, road trip, you make me nervous, bro. Well, and Amy, <laughs> Amy drives as bad as I do. The only difference. The high speed, she she hits a level that it doesn't bug her. So get this is nothing to be proud of, but like to get to Antelope Hunt, it's like the Audubon on I seventy <laughs> out east, right? I passed a cop doing, I was doing ninety, he didn't pull Did me over. The speed limit seventy five, he didn't even blink. But I, to get, it said it was an hour and thirty seven minutes, and I got there in fifty four minutes. Whatever speed that was, I was moving. And the thing that's gonna happen is um. Well, I've stopped texting and driving. Not stopped. That's a lie. I have slowed down texting and driving because Amy just hits me now when I do it. Um, but either way, they've had this vehicle for nine weeks to get it. So my overage on the rental car is like two grand <laughs> because they only covered oh. a certain amount of time. And then uh, they said – so. Nine weeks. How many miles do you think I put on that rental car? What would you guess?
1: Ah, uh, Nine weeks? Yeah. Um, so just over don't know. two 1, months. 1,200
0: miles? 1,000? 1, 8,700 miles. The guy didn't even believe me. He was like... He came back in because we drove back and forth all over the place, scouting and out east and how much I drive around here and pack (laughs) fittings. And uh, you could tell the rental car felt gypped. They were were like, you just took a quarter (laughs) of the life away of this rental car. And if they knew Uh, how I drove it, I was waiting for them to have police reports (laughs) when I got back from excessive speed. Uh, And if you ever, you wouldn't know that I like to drive that fast from um if you just hopped in the car and we drove over to the grocery store but yeah as you've seen i yeah i drive fast and you drive slow and in the fast lane (laughs) you drive like a grandma (laughs) when you guys were on that road trip i was like man i want to comment
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude i am uh, like matt davis they've already made their comments I, i i i just go a little a little a touch over the speed limit i like to be safe and sometimes i'm even under the speed limit i i like to just cruise oh i cruise (laughs) (laughs) you know frank the other day i thought he was gonna kill me we're
0: driving and i'm racing amy and uh there's a semi in the slow lane and like an asshole i'm in the slow lane doing a (laughs) hundred and uh man i tell you what this car saw what was going on and so he's like well i'm not going to let you do this but that, uh, that F-150 is fast. But, man, it was not much that I swerved between him and the semi to get ahead. Of course, that guy's not going to complain because he knew what he was doing. He was like, oh, he's – driving the same <laughs> speed forever and then he sees me cuz the fast lane isn't fast enough cuz he's going to teach you a lesson so Snyder. i shoot into the right lane to pass him of course then he does the speed limit now that he's mad yeah. that he sees i'm going to pass him but i floored it and that thing'll hook up it's, it'll it'll break the tires loose, that f1 <laughs> i'm a toyota guy but I, man i tell you what that f150 35 eco boost i liked it but yeah. i'm not gonna buy one because i'll die like i'll never <laughs> i need a slow tundra
1: yeah suzanne drives way too fast so she's got a ju- a jeep and uh a jeep wrangler and it's just slower than slow
0: put 35s on it'll be real slow
1: yeah it, it
0: gets it,
1: she loves it which yeah. is good but it was I, I wanted her in something that was that she couldn't speed in yeah she just can't be trusted she's like you she has the need for speed yeah oh lord so, that's funny well dude Everybody should know where to find you. Kafaru Cast on <laughs> iTunes. and I did pretty all the good places. on
0: this one. I didn't cuss it. I
1: think I said the S H I T word once. That was it. It was like, it was, it's nice. It's going to be actually, like, I don't even see my thing is, is I, on iTunes, my rating is uh, clean. Yeah. So it's like, I guess you get in trouble if you throw one on and they have square words. Does S H I T count? I don't, I, you know, I don't know.
0: We don't have to worry about that. Ours is definitely not clean. Um, (laughs) We've had to tone it. I can't get any. The homo thing, man, I can't get any more. I had like some hate group get on there, like an anti, like a a gay rights thing. And I'm like explaining. I tried it first. Right. I'm like, hey, look, my wife's best friend is gay. That doesn't bug me i'm just it's awkward for me like i'm trying to plead my case of like hey it's just weird i'm being honest and i'm thinking if if you walk into a a a club with bikers and i don't mean like tour de france bikers i mean bikers (laughs) that might just make you uncomfortable because you're not used to that crowd right and uh yeah i was just like i don't care right i just i'm just being honest right it didn't matter. I had, like, all kinds of hate mail from that. And I didn't even I didn't even say it. And it was about wearing flat brims. And I didn't even say it. It was someone <laughs> said something about Utah and flat brims and, and yeah. something. And I was like, yeah, no, I, you're right. But I'm the one that got all the hate mail over it. And I'm like, I, I'm just not going to talk about it ever again. And then the flat brim thing, that's another one. That, and I'm like, look, if you can't take a joke of me making fun of flat brims, I wear mine backwards covering my eyebrows. Right, people right. make fun of me. I don't care. Right, it's just, <laughs> it's it's just the democrat or the age. Right, I mean, we just, yeah. we just didn't have flat brims when I was a kid. So, yeah, you're absolutely. in the flat brim heaven though. You're in the homeland of Mormons and flat brims I, and yeah, I see, rat tail I see,
1: haircuts. I see a lot of them, dude. I see a lot of flat brims. Are you looking around all on, of on them now? I'm, I'm looking. There's not. There's only like a couple in the office, and, and the rest are, but they are fashion forward. I, I more progressive. I think even Matt Davis like. I'm looking at the hat on Matt Davis right now across my office here, and uh, it's—I don't know what it is, like what hat it is, but it's—it's—it's it's, it's not a flat rim at all, but it's still got this, like, twenty-year-old um, feel you to know, it. Yeah, like high, like, like yeah. See, mine's high-profile. Yeah, yours—yours yours is as redneck as they come. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it it's, says like. <laughs> It's
0: the old fart one look, too, because it's sucked down. Yeah, this is like Vietnam era. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, this uh, this is the one. I've been wearing a boonie hat a bunch when I'm scouting just to cover my ears because it's 13,000 feet. They get fried. But I, um, I can't shoot with a baseball hat with my recurve, so I got to wear something, um, yeah. which is why I, when I wear this backwards, that's why I like mm-hmm. fitted ones. That stupid thing here scratches my hair, screws my head up when yeah I have a like a velcro or a band one. So,
1: I'm thinking about a boonie hat myself, just because when you're filming with a camera, I have to turn my hat around backwards yeah. so that I can look through the viewfinder, and then I got to turn it back, back, you know. And it's like, and then it's still got sun in your eyes, and yeah. So it's a lot easier to to film, you know, when you've got a, a boonie well, I just on. Flex the boonie up forward in the front yeah, when I cute, shoot. But see. You have to because you're living the trad life. Well, yeah, you I look got no like, options. The string angle just forces you into it. I look like Maynard the mayonnaise
0: farmer with that thing flipped up in the front, but I'm like, whatever. It covers my ears. Maybe I won't get cancer. Probably get lip cancer, but I won't get sun <laughs> skin cancer. <laughs> right.
1: Well, dude, thanks for coming on the show, man. It's been a while, too long. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to hop back
0: on at the um, end or mid part of. I say the end of season, it'll be four months in the mid part of season and do another one and see how things are going.
1: Definitely. I want to, I want to, I want to follow along a little bit and see, see uh, how the trad life is treating you.
0: Yeah. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm curious myself. So <laughs> oh, cool. All right, dude. Well, it's good well, having you on, on as well. Yep. For sure, man. Yep. Tell everybody I said hi. we Will do. Later, man. See you.